Well, welcome to In the Kaleidoscope with Cataline.com. This is your host, MK, founder of Cataline Creatives. Follow inspired chats from the moody, messy, magical lives of high-level creatives, influencers, and speakers. We dissect the kaleidoscope of patterns, perceptions, and what it actually takes to live as an empowered creator of your own authentic existence. Now let's dive in. All right, y'all. Welcome to episode four. It's so exciting to be back. I went on a little bit of a two-week hiatus after I got really sick um, following this interview, actually, that we're here about to listen to. But I've recuperated. I'm back in action. And I actually completely redid my entire website in the past week. So a lot of downtime, a lot of integration going on behind the scenes. And... Yeah, that's why I'm just hopping right into this. This is going to be a lot longer of an episode, but I'm so excited for y'all to hear it. This was just incredible to do Um, and probably my biggest mood of this past like week other than the revamp of the website, just going all graphic designer mode is getting to edit this and put this episode together because I'm really, really excited and proud and interested in this conversation and continuing this conversation with you guys. Um, My mess of this past week was probably the fact that I wasn't able to get a podcast episode out in the past two weeks. And I have many, I want to start doing two every so often a week. So I'm going to be catching up with that. Otherwise, all the magic is the fact that I really did do a lot of integration in my downtime. So maybe I didn't get any episodes up, but I got a lot of stuff done and a lot of exciting content ready for everyone to see and learn and grow with and enjoy and all that. Plus, you know, I applied for a really cool market marketing position that I'm really excited about. You know, I love to have lots of things that I'm juggling, obviously. Uh, But yeah, so this week's episode is going to be all about creativity, artistry, um, and what that has to do with faith and spirituality, how they're so interconnected and intertwined. Um, You're going to hear with or are going to hear me talk with Corlicia Moore. She's an artist and an author. She's only 21 years old and accomplishing so much and has such an awesome perspective. So if anyone is going around saying that you're too young to do anything or do this, do that, or do the things that you want to do, this girl is a prime example of how that is false. Age is but a number if you... Do the things that you desire. You follow what's on your heart. You follow your gifts. You follow your talents and you figure out what that is and trust. This episode has a lot to do with, you know, how she uncovered her trust and faith and has really taken that and used it as a motivation and baseline for how she lives and creates. Um, she is definitely a prime example. Well, you'll hear us talk about how she literally has the exact ideals that Cataline Creatives is built on the foundation of that everyone is inherently creative, that it doesn't matter if it's, you know, in business, in art, in sports, if you're an athlete, like that is creative energy you are using. If you are studious and are really good in certain academic realms, like that is an art, that is something to be proud of and use for yourself. Maybe it's you're very charismatic and know how to really use that too. There's always a creative force inside of everyone and it's an awesome starter for this um, episode and what we'll really get down to the nitty-gritty about. We do talk a lot about art and all the beautiful, beautiful things that you learn. Um, She does have a book that does tie in a lot of um, religion and faith, but more so on like the connection to spirit aspect. Um, I know whenever I did the poll not too long ago, um, people were really interested in kind of, you know, religious spirituality, you know, what that means, how it affects things. So I'm excited to kind of start that 
conversation and narrative with you guys. Otherwise, yeah, it's just super, super juicy. She's very much a wise, wise woman with so much to offer you guys. Um, And you'll find her books and uh, website and everything linked in the show notes. So don't worry about that. And yeah, before I take any more time rambling at how much I loved this freaking interview, I'll get to it because I know it's a long one, but it's definitely worth it. Save it, download this episode so you can make sure you can listen to it. It is well worth the time. So without further ado, let's get right on to it, babes. All right. So welcome to the podcast this week. Um, I'm sitting here with Corlicia Moore. Um, She is an artist and an author based here in Texas, and she is encompassing everything that Catalan Creatives is going towards with, you know, your mindset, going for what you want in life and like creating your own path and empowering yourself with faith and creativity. So... (laughs) Let's do some little tea time questions to get to know you. I I got my tea ready. So yeah, you're ready to go. Let's do it. So Corlicia, what um, do you do most of the time? Like what is your biggest time grabber? So most of the time, because um, obviously as a starting up as a creator, um, it's not something I'm at to full time, you know, so I still have to like do some work and everything. But um, when I'm not doing that, most of the time, I'm just like preparing uh, different things, like different concepts and ideas that I uh, uh, come up with that's, you know, based on like the message that I'm putting out. Uh, I'm really big on music, um, just finding all these different creative ways to like really put my message out there and like the things that God places on my heart to do. Um, so like whether it's you know, designing. I do a lot of graphic designing, um, clothing designs, painting. I, I just do a little bit of everything. And of course, reading. So yeah, yeah just a yeah. mix of everything. All of it. I love it. All the things. <laughs> I'm into a lot of hobbies too and like lots of outlets for your creativity yeah, and kind of got to keep it going, keep the momentum yeah. up. I totally feel that. Um, so what actually like creative niche do you feel the most drawn to um yeah I still like honestly been trying to figure that out like I'm still at that point where I'm like I still haven't really officially found my niche as an artist because I just Mm kind of feel like I'm a little bit everywhere out in the air but I would have to say like I'm really seeing like if I'm starting to grasp everything together um I see like as far as creative direction being the big thing um, because mm-hmm. it, it enables me to put everything that I'm doing all into one thing. So like mm-hmm. whether it's like drawing or painting or it's like music or whatever I have, like I'm still being able to put the message out there with everything with that creative direction, art direction put together. So, yeah, I think that's like really my main thing that I've been focusing more going forward in, ter- in terms of like really expanding my uh, creativity and my skills set so yeah yeah I've looked into a lot of creative direction too and I feel like that does really encompass like being an artist but like being an artist that takes control of every aspect of you know their work and I think it's I have I don't know this is kind of an unpopular opinion but I don't necessarily think you have to niche towards anything like I think when you're a creator when you're a creative person like the like just having things that you're pouring your heart into and you're creating and making and using I think that like that in and of itself is your own niche like you are yeah I'm I'm right there right there with you because I'm just I feel like starting like I know for me as an artist I'm the type of person you just can't put me in a box like I'm gonna find every single way to be out of the box you know like one minute some people will be like oh she does this nah I don't just do that like you know and I think it's just a matter of like really you know being drawn to continue to expand in your creativity and that really comes from just like understanding like and discovering within myself like what what's within me you know my uh like what I have the potential to do and become and just really it's about like honestly taking risks as an artist sometimes like just throwing yourself out there and doing it even if someone says oh I don't know if you can do that or you don't have the credentials like why not 
So <laughs> I love that. I love that. That is everything. I feel like that's the message that I really want to get across to people that are listening and all through all of my uh, social media stuff too, is just the fact that like it starts inside and Mm -hmm. we all have the capability to create something with our life and it it doesn't go beyond like we have the control within ourselves. And I think you're really embodying that in every which way and form. So I love it. It actually brings me to the next question. Do you know anything about your like astrology or human design or personality tests stuff? So um, I'm really big on personality as far as like what I've I'm not as big on astrology, but I will feel that um, I've like um, like conferences and things that I've been to with young adults. Like I've uh, found out about Enneagrams and then also like uh, different personality tests, because I feel like ever since I really like discovered my own type of personality, it made me better like it made me more comfortable with embracing who God created me to be, because mm-hmm. I don't feel that a lot of people don't realize how like significant it can be to your life because I thought I was just like, Oh, okay. You know, personality <laughs> test. Yeah. yeah. That's cool at all. But I took it and it was so cool. Cause when I first took my Enneagram, actually it was a, like a gathering and it was with a bunch of different young adults and we all took it. And then they separated us in those groups of people like ourselves. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like it was phenomenal. So I am an Enneagram four. Ooh. We are we, we are the wares, you know, just yeah, spin out I love it. And um we're I would say like for Enneagram fours, we're very big on emotion um and like just putting our all like into what we do. Like there has to be a significance and there's a lot in that. And then I am a I INFJ. Um mm-hmm. That's also rares one, two. Um, And what I noticed is with both of those personalities, like they're very intertwined as far as being very artistic and creative and just like what I naturally feel as an artist, like, I'm, I'm the type of person when I create something, like I have to feel it. Like I can't just be out here yeah. creating. Like I got to feel it in me because <laughs> like what I feel, I want people to get that same feeling, you know, whether yeah. it's not the same thing they see or feel, but they get a sense of like what I put out there, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, did you ever do those like color personality tests? No, I have not. I have not done that. Cause that reminds me, um, I went to, it's not necessarily a conference, but I was in this thing where they split us up into these personality things based on like a color you were. And I was like green and they were, there were like four of us who were like, love this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think I'm an Enneagram seven. I don't okay. know much about Enneagrams, but I, I did think take they're like the because I study them. Like I, I'm that type of person. Whatever friends I have, I'm like, what's your Enneagram? What's your personality <laughs> test? And it's not that I'm trying to like. It's just I want to be able to serve my friends well, understanding how they are Absolutely. because I feel like that's the biggest things in friendships and relationships is people don't fully accept people for who they really are and how God created them to be without fully understanding how they're wired as a person. So like Absolutely. with the Enneagram, you learn what like what a healthy for or what a unhealthy like healthy for and unhealthy for is and so being able to understand those things like okay you know like this is how they feel like how do I you know better serve them as a friend so that's awesome that's awesome yeah you put that perfectly like that's how I've I've always done like all the personality tests I have a psychology background so it's intertwined with the curriculum and Mm -hmm. also just my personality myself is always looking for the connections and patterns with things so I big proponent of doing that and I love getting to know people on that level as well as and that's honestly how I took whenever I started learning about like astrology and there's a new like form like human design that it's all the same about just kind of understanding the energies of people that you're around and how they function because Mm -hmm. you know we're created a certain way and our upbringing you know intertwines a lot of different things within us as well so learning about that stuff and applying it can be so helpful even if it's just your love language or just yeah it's Mm -hmm. next level it really is I love the way you put that That that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) uh so um what would be your favorite like artist or creator of like right now so I I, if I'm being honest I stick with the ancients you know what I'm saying like there's I I will say because if I just had to pick one artist because 
I have so many different, like when I think of artists, I think of so many different people from designers to creative directors to so many different types of people. And I can't just name one, but, um, I will say like, as far as one of the biggest inspirations for me personally, um, as an artist, like the more I was able to study their work, study how they like just created and like just how they were. Um, I have to go back to ancient times, but as far as like, I guess not too ancient, but like, um, as far as when we're talking about the Renaissance, like I'm, I'm huge on like, we study them in art, like. I know mm-hmm. people, I think everyone kind of had to get art history class or somewhat. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if we all really understood that, like, because some people thought I was boring. Of course, as an artist, I was like, I love this. You know? <laughs> I was, I um, <laughs> and so one of my favorite has to be Michelangelo. Michelangelo mm-hmm. is just like, this man was brilliant. Like he was a genius. Um, Cause I feel like a lot of people labeled him as just like this sculptor artist. Like he was so much more than that. Like he was a poet. Like he was like, it was just phenomenal. And like the way he um, created his work, like the way he went about his work, like the connection he had with God, like the, the driven, what drew, drove him to create beautiful work. And so um, I, the more I studied his work really influenced me just because of like, I already had that connection with God within my art is like um, being able to create from that space and so um I was very um I've always been really inspired by him which is a big part of like what he's you know bringing into this next upcoming season of my life that I'm bringing out here releasing so yeah yeah that's awesome I I love all the classics in the renaissance I studied in Spain last year and I got a chance to go to the Louvre in Paris that one weekend and I can't wait. Look, I, that's that's my go. dream trip. I, I can't yeah. wait. Oh yeah, and it's actually, I was so sad. We only went to the Louvre one day, and it's like I needed days to just yes. sit there. Just to sit like, there. Yes. Because, <laughs> <Just, laughs> look, it's like, it. it's so funny because, like, if I go to art museums with my friends, and like, you know, people just go, oh, take pictures. No, I'm there, like, mm that oil the texture like you know i'm really like i'm like how oh, yeah i see what they did there like right? i just oh, man what was the thoughts like what, what was the message behind this like i think that's just how oh, yeah just, yeah you know it's I just an artist thing so yeah. <laughs> really it's like picking it apart no i love that and especially after like i studied art in college and i after having to do like sculpture i did a 3d art class and <sighs> I was so not good. I, or it just was not my thing, but I learned so much and I have such a great appreciation for people who can or do love that Ooh. part of art because yeah, like, it is intricate. That's extreme. Right. And like yeah. even and doing like mixed media and like 2D design and all that stuff, like I really got an appreciation. So when I go and see it in museums, I definitely get that same like, oh my God, feeling. Yes. Yeah. Did you, what have you studied in school? Or did you? What did you so I, Actually, I was in debate. I I decided I was like, should I go to school for art? But then I was like, uh, I, I was in this mixed debate because I was really in tune with um, like as far as health. Like um, I don't know, like you know, throughout high school, I did my last two years. I did uh, sports medicine, and I really loved that. Like I, I was very athletic, love that stuff. But I think it clicked for me in sports medicine. I was like, oh, I really want to help people in this type of way, like with through healthcare. And so I, I looked into so many different things as far as like. I honestly was going through the route of wanting to go to nursing school, but you know, God was like, no, that's that's not, that's not for you. I I just had this and I was like, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do some creative innovation within the medical (laughs) field, you know? And then I even had this time where I wanted to even go to psychiatric nursing. Like I was so big. I still am on mental health, like psychology. Love it. Like, it's just, I love it. I love studying it. I love neurology. Like I loved it. Like I, there was Mm -hmm. times I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. There were so many (laughs) phases in my life, but God, I was like, you know, you are at your core as an artist. And just, I noticed that even on the way I study, like I had to visualize everything, like everything, you know, but I felt like God purposely used everything that I studied throughout my time to really bring like a greater depth of art and understanding just the same way. Like when you, when you study how um, Michelangelo and Leonardo, like as far as how they study the human anatomy and things like that, like there was so much that went into creating what they create that people look at now that are like, wow, there was so much that went into like years of understanding how to create such a beautiful piece. And I feel like, you know, God purposely did that for me as well. And like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I resonate myself with in that. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Have you graduated yet or are you still working on it? 
So honestly, I just got my associates. I'm actually non-school anymore because yeah. it was a big, you know, having to trust God on it because I was like, uh, like I was already putting my applications for nursing school. Like I was set, I was ready yeah. and things happened just this past year in 2020. God was like, he was constantly tugging me. Like, this is what I called you to do. Yeah, like you're running away you. from like the artist that called you to be. And, you know, for me at that time, I was like an artist. Like if we're being honest, you know how being creative is like people are like, well, you can't make a, you can't yeah. make, you know, a stable yeah. income, things like that with it, you know, and that's what's constantly being told to me. And it was, it was difficult because I wrestled between doing what I wanted to do and what God really had for me. And so I really had to trust him on that. And until I like was like, okay, God, you know, if this is it, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And I was like, you know what you're doing because this is, <laughs> I've never felt so happy. Like, I mean, I've been happy, but like, it's like, it's something about when you're in God's purpose for your life, like you're doing what he's called and created you to do in terms of like how I was wired as a person. Like, and I love everything I do. And I noticed it wasn't, it was so much more to art. Like, and that's what I'm learning constantly in my journey of like, as far as my writing and so many different things that I'm like expanding as an artist, you know? And yeah, it's been just an awesome journey. That is awesome. Big on trusting your like, what you know to be true for you is so incredible when it comes to following that purpose that you know you have for yourself. Uh, for people listening, what I knew Corlice from was we both cheered in high school and I she released a book a few years ago now called The Art of Pursuit, right? And I love it. That's kind of why I was like, I have to get you on this. I, I love her book. Everyone needs to go get it right now. Um, but it talks a lot about faith and how she uses that with creativity and how her mindset has shifted over time. And I would love to hear a little bit more about that for you, like what that journey was to go from uh, this athlete and going through all that. And you kind of already said a little bit about your struggle in college, but a little bit more on the shifts for you. Yeah, yeah. It was a big shift because for the longest time, everybody knew me as like this cheerleader. You know, I cheered all like I cheered 12 years like through um, doing school cheer competitive cheer all that and like that was what I was known for I did great at it I worked hard things like that but a lot of people didn't know like I really loved art like um, I threw I did art throughout elementary middle school all the way high school APR like I was and for me like um what I noticed as far as going throughout school, things like that. Um, it's like people saw me as that person, but like I could really find myself and just be myself when I was just in my creative space. And like, I don't know if you felt this way, but like going to class as far as art class, that was my favorite class of anything. Cause I could Same. just sit there and like everything around me was just silence. Like I couldn't like anything I was struggling with, anything that I was facing, like it just was away all I could think about in that moment was concentrating on like what I was doing at work and I and during those times I noticed how um because I was um you know starting to really um grow closer to my closer to God in my relationship and I noticed in those times like I could hear God speak to me and just you know just having peace in those moments because I went through like a lot of people didn't see but I, I went through some tough times because just of the type of person that I was I mentioned in my book of Art of Pursuit um just because it's not always what people see, you know, they see on the outside, but they don't always see what you go through, you know, behind closed doors in terms of like, you know, struggling a lot of different areas. Um, but I feel like being in those spaces of being able to create art really just resonated something within me that God was able to show me, like, don't take this for granted, like be able to use this. And that became like my safe place. Um, I feel like we all have our own places in life where we feel like we can go to safe place. And like, that was my safe place. And no matter where I was and so um, as far as like with the art pursued the big thing in that was understanding uh, that God really showed to me about learning uh, the significance and like being able to pursue something bigger than you and I don't mention like what is it that I'm pursuing but until like towards the end of that which is being pursuing God because I noticed the more I went after God and pursued him fully with my heart and everything he was able to widen my reach and like widen my mindset like of what I could do what I could become and it's been the biggest like testament in my life that you know even doing like uh, as far as being an athlete and like cheer like I was got to the point of, you know, even sharing my faith with my teammates, things like that. And I would see God just move in those areas. Like, um, 
in so many different ways that which really challenged my faith. And, you know, it became more of something like, okay, this is like, I feel like everyone has their moments of like understanding it with as far as spirituality, like is God real or not? And like, I feel like in those moments and the things that I love to do, God showed himself to me. And I feel like um, that was also the biggest thing that I wanted to p- paint a picture for people through my writing, even to now with my new book is that um, God is such an intentional God. He's an intentional God that will, will meet you right where you are, not always in the church. And I mean, I think people often paint a picture like, oh, I'm only going to find God in the church, things like that. But like, I found God like in places that people least expected. Like I found God personally for myself. I saw God for myself through the things I love to do and, and the arts, the creative things. And I could, and the more I was able to apply the things that I learned through his word and the things that I love, I was able to see God in those things. And so that's been the biggest thing as far as my journey with my writing, with understanding the more I pursue God, the the bigger my my reach is and like God is the limit. So if there's anything he places on my heart to do, I'm gonna do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And that perspective is honestly such a breath of fresh air for so many people. I know personally, like I grew up very Christian. I was Honestly, I'm a very spiritual person. I've, I've always felt such a very strong connection to God. But with a lot of things that go on in the world, I struggled a lot with mental yeah. health for years and years and years. And so it was hard to like, you know, I, I was struggling with that like dichotomy of like knowing that there's this like loving God, but then yeah. having all these struggles and earthly things pulling you this way and that way. And like you said, with art, how it was like your safe place and how you could just block out the whole world. That was the one place where I felt like I could go and I could, you know, really navigate and process and create something that I felt really proud of. And I felt like came from like deep within me. And it was a lot connected with my spirituality as well. And I kind of went on a different path, but I never lost my like roots of like knowing God and knowing that having that faith because as you said the pursuit of something bigger than yourself is the like whole reason that you can do all of the things that you can do and I found it really interesting that you were saying that when you found God in the things that you loved that kind of showed you who God was and like brought you closer it wasn't a church because that's a big thing I feel like people are mis like led with in religion is or just yeah. spirituality in general is that you can only do it this way or that way or that way or that way. Yeah. But I feel like the point is to have like whatever however you do it is to create a relationship with God. Yes. To be absolutely. a co-creator with him, mm-hmm. you know all of that for your own life and whether that's you know like for me sometimes I can get my faith behind calling God like universe because that feels freer to me but it's the same God you know like we're just sometimes it's just semantics I feel like it comes down to but I feel like whenever it comes to um, faith and spirituality people will you know dismiss it because it's not what they're used to but without faith and spirituality most of the things in your life can't come to fruition I feel like would you agree I would agree I know for me as far as um, and I think at the end of the day it's just about what you believe and see personally for yourself and that's been like my biggest message and all that I do is showing people that I'm not trying to put something on you I want you to find it for yourself and I feel like that's the biggest problem we see within religion the church is because I'm a church girl hardcore like I grew up in the church it never left me like it's always in me but I always will watch God push me into a lot of different areas of spaces I wasn't used to and seeing things from a different perspective uh, that helped me know that God didn't call me to be within the four walls of the church. He called me to take my, his ministry for my life outside of that. And for me, you know, from as far as like being able to seek after God and understand his word for me personally, that's just how I see him. So everyone's going to see God differently. And that's, that's, that's all comes from a relationship at the end of the day. Um, But yeah, like I, I feel right there with you. I love that you, that you mentioned like, 
co-created with God because like that's that's with everything I feel like even not just to see it from an artist or a creative perspective but that's in all that you do whether you don't feel that you're creative because I believe everyone's creative I don't, I don't care I agree. It, you're, you're creative like whether you come up with a business plan whether you create a home for your family whatever the case may be you're always creating something because that's how, just how God created us to be I mean he's the creator of all things who created everything within all this world so like it's only and it's in our it's in our dna it's like what we're made to do is create and i think that comes from a place of understanding who created you that mm-hmm. you're cre- you're able to create from a place that hasn't been seen and that's that's just been my biggest uh thing that i've been co- constantly learning as i continue to journey with god and all that i do yeah absolutely i that is amazing that's literally everything I believe is that everyone is a creator. Everyone is, whether you don't even have to be into art and know that you are something divinely here for a reason. And God, your relationship with spirit is not something that you're supposed to be like beat down and like, um, like so submissive to in a sense, like you can be empowered by such a thing. Yeah. And in fact, your life will only flourish the more you can relinquish, you know, that kind of grip that you have on your old idea of things. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's just insane. Once you start kind of shifting your mindset in yes. that way, would you say you have like, a big mindset shift or has it been like all of these things combined that have gotten you to like the forward goal-getting mindset that you have now? I would say it's definitely like shifts my mind in ways I would least expect. Like I did not realize because that's the thing. Like when I started like, okay, I'm accept this. Like I am an artist. I'm walking to it and be it all that I am. But like, I think cause sometimes people have this general idea of like what artists do, how artists think, but like, man, like when I really started to really seek after God with my gifts um, and just letting him use me and reveal to me so many different things as an artist, it blew my mind because I feel like as far as me, it really just brought a different perspective of life. And that's been my biggest thing from my first book to my second book of showing people that it doesn't always have to see what you generally see out in the world. Like it's a different way of even seeing for myself as an artist. Like it shifts my mind from looking deeper within myself and within everything that I do with intentionality and purpose. Cause that's how God created from the very beginning. He didn't just create anything. Like there was so much intent, intentional things that he, that went into place, even from the beginning to the end and all throughout his word. Like it's just, it blew my mind. And when I was able to, to take um, God's word and then just what I do with art and just like being able to study different artists, their work, their, their mindsets, like what made them create this. Like I was able to put so many things together, connecting the dots. Like, wow, like I'm still, I'm sorry, I'm still like shut. Like I'm still trying to wrap my head around so many different ideas and concepts that I feel like that's not talked about that I was able to discover. And it's just like, oh my God, like, it's, it's, it's just like thinking about it now. I'm just like, there's so much to be said, but you yeah. know, I know we're on the time frame. but I, I mentioned these things throughout my new book, which I feel like will definitely widen people's perspective because I feel like, um, throughout life, um, majority of life is about how you respond to it. And I feel like, um, Absolutely. the way we respond to life kind of honestly dictates how we see life. And sometimes if you see life from a view of this way or that way, you know, that's, you know, you see life as it is like, this is it. This is all I got. This is all that life has for me. That's how you're going to act. That's how you're going to react and go about life. But I feel like whenever you're able to give a different perspective, it shifts your mindset to see things from a different perspective. Like, okay, you know, like now that I see that, you know, I could see this and I could see myself differently like oh I can see myself going there you know and just it's just baby steps like it's just learning to see things as they are but from a healthier place because I feel like even with myself I learned the biggest thing for me is like learning to not see life from my lens of pain like the things that Mm -hmm. I went through not being able to dictate what God has for me or what my future lies based on the things I've been through my past and you know because I feel like generally that's what we struggle with the most with is like our past and things that we go through even mentally that 
we face within our minds because our minds is a battlefield, you know, like most, I feel like that's majority of the hardest thing with life, even just all that we've been through just this past year with COVID, it affected a lot of people. It affected Mm -hmm. me, especially with mental health. Like there's a lot of things I had to experience and I really had to, um, find that my peace and comfort in God, understanding, like not letting a lot of things get to me and not being consumed with the chaos of things of life and just trying to find common ground and being grounded in him and just finding that peace that's, you know, the surpassing my like understanding in those moments that helped me persevere. Cause there was times I just wanted to give up. Like I didn't see the light in the tunnel. Like I just mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't, and I feel like we all get to that point of like, you know, that this is all that life has for me, you know, and it's just, it's really just a trick of the enemy, like just wanting you to see what your circumstances as it is right now, this temporarily. But if you just, if you just continue to persevere and just do good fight, like continue going on and pressing on, you will see the light at the end of the tunnel. You will see the greater that lies on the outside. Cause you know, we all face opposition. It's a matter of how we go about the opposition, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. Absolutely. And like a big thing that I love to reiterate is that we are not victims to our circumstances or our minds. And that's not to say that we don't need help. That's not to say that there's not things that get us that are awful and that we have to work through. But we do have that control over our thoughts and the way we think about things. That's why, you know, telling yourself like affirmations or, you know, positive statements that you rethink over and over again is really good for your subconscious mind to motivate you and get you going. And I think that's really a testament to that. Uh, All of your story too. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just want to mention, because it's crazy, because I've heard this thing that like one negative thought, it takes at least like 12 positive thoughts to get rid of one. So just imagine like all the things that you may think about yourself, like you, all those positive, like you're saying, affirmation, positive things that you have to speak over yourself just for that, you know? And so it's just a matter of, like you saying, just keeping your mind like on things above, like not letting your circumstances get the best of you based on like what you see right in front of you. So I, I definitely definitely agree with that. Absolutely. And you talked a lot about like beliefs and like kind of rewiring those. And I think whenever you get to those like hard times where you're just ready to like throw up your hands and, you know, mm-hmm. let it go. Those are the times whenever your faith is both tested and rewarded the most. That's the moments when I've been in rock bottom. That's whenever I have had the most amazing comebacks. That's whenever I found my voice the most. That's all of that. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so important. And a lot of it does take, it's an ever going process. We're never just, it's no destination that we're going to get to, but as you go, you get to figure it out and you get to create it and you get to see more and more and create Mm -hmm. more and more. And I just feel like it's so amplifying. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what would you say your like favorite creation artistically or otherwise that you've had in the past, like few years or your entire career? Like what's your favorite thing that you've created? Hmm. Man. Um I have to say, um, still this one particular piece is still still my favorite piece. Like I've created a lot of different pieces I like, but this one particular one, um, it's called Cornerstone. This is huge luxury piece. Uh, I have a picture on my uh art page too, but I love this piece. Um I created this piece for um my, my mother, like for Thanksgiving to put in our house, like we have an arch. I like there needs to be a, like a masterpiece <laughs> that goes right there, and I'm gonna be the one. To make that <laughs> Absolutely. And so, man, I was like, there was so much work that went to it. Like, I feel like as you grow as an artist, you 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 gain a greater respect for other artists and so many different um, different types of medias. Because I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Like, it took me. I think that's the longest time I ever created a piece of work. Like. <laughs> Cause I was using resin too. And so like, oh, it's yeah. super messy. And then like, just having, you know, you got to really work with that stuff well. Um, but the concept in that piece, um, just during that time in my life, because I created a lot of my work from the spaces of where I felt. And that was like the turning point for me when I created that piece. Um, what I understood, like my real cornerstone, cause mm-hmm. I, as far as me for artists, like what it, all that I do, all that I create, there's a deep significant message behind it. I know a lot of artists aren't like big on like having a message behind their art, but that's just how I am. Um, cause I just, 
I naturally just create with intentionality. And so with that piece, the cornerstone, um, it just marked a a place in my life where I could see God like being really the cornerstone where I felt rock bottom, like the lowest of my lowest. And I could see God continues to be faithful and just knowing that he's my cornerstone when I've lost everything that I thought I had. Um, mm-hmm. I'm able to have that. I still had a foundation in him, you know, um, that my, you know, in the midst of the, all of this facing, I still had that rock to lay on. Like I had that rock to rely on and continue to build what he had for me. And that's what that um, piece resembled. Like it's beautiful. Like it's shiny. It's glorious. Like I wanted that to be like a testament. Like that's the cornerstone that um, I set my life on, which is God and letting him use my pain, my brokenness, all the things that I face as something for his glory. It's something that's beautiful in the scene, you know, that even though the process, cause I will say like, it was beautiful how it worked, like even creating it, like, um, cause I put like marble rock on the edges. And so I had to like oh, yeah. get it really into the uh, piece of, uh, I forgot what I used, but I had to like really, uh, I was doing a lot of work. I had tools. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, I felt like, you know, Those I felt like a sculptor. <laughs> okay. Like I felt like a sculptor. I was like, okay, I got to get this there. You know, and I was glazing. There's so much that I went to it, went to it. And even like all of the entire process was really cool because it really was like a foreshadow for my new book too. Um, just everything I went through and how uh, the process was hard. But when I saw the final product, I was like, wow, this is it. Yeah. This is it. Like, yeah, I was shook. I think I remember that one. Is that the one that you did? That's the Africa one because I thought that was stunning as well. There, so that one was similar. It was another mm-hmm. one. Um, it actually because I put like lights behind it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a. It was. It was one before those that I posted. Yeah, yeah. yeah I all, all the resin work you did was absolutely fabulous and I mean I know how long that stuff takes like I know you put your blood sweat tears probably into those pieces like uh, I it's amazing and I'll link your website on our show notes too so everyone can go and take a look and see those works for you because they are a sight to see they're amazing (laughs) it's awesome I think it's so great that um I saw something in your book about gratitude being a really big turning point for you. And I wanted to mention that because for, I mean, I've written like three blogs on it. I, that was a big turning point for me was the simple concept of gratitude and how like much it can do for your life. What would you say would be your like thing about gratitude? Gratitude is huge because I feel like there's so much that we take for granted in life. And I feel like um, even with all that we're facing through life, that's hard, difficult, painful. um, We just have to take those times, not only just affirming ourselves, but also recognizing the little things, even the littlest things that we could be grateful for. Just having life, having a home, having shelter, having water, certain Mm -hmm. things that a lot of people don't have. And I know for myself, um, because sometimes if we're being honest, like I know for myself, you can be selfish. Like Mm -hmm. you can get so caught up in your own world and like, why is this? happening like I'm so frustrated blah 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 but you know you have no idea what another person may be facing like Mm -hmm. it's just like you think what this that you're facing is like something is like a they would they they would take what you have rather than what they're facing you know and I think that's that's something that really changed my perspective and really humbled me and gave me greater humility for just a lot and compassion for a lot of other people um that really helped me like being uh, grateful for what I have um, in the littlest things, even the littlest things that I face, because it really, you know, the the greater gratitude you have, the greater attitude, meaning like as far as you can see things and like believe from a different place, because, you know, you once you just each day and day, you take those little things and honestly being grateful for the small things you're the big things just like you know like it's just a leading up to like you have someone the more you're more grateful the more I feel like God is able to give to you as well because if you can't be a good steward and grateful of the small things how are you going to be a good steward and grateful for the bigger things to come you know and so that was the big thing for me um that really like 
shift gears for me in a lot of different ways for sure yeah I talk in my previous episode too about how like gratitude is the easiest way to shift yourself out of like a lower energy like state of mind like you're feeling hopeless angry whatever like the Mm -hmm. easiest way to get yourself to the next best feeling is to find something to be grateful for whether it's literally just breathing another breath or whatever and not to like dismiss whatever you're feeling but like you as you said you can't take care of like the big things if you Mm -hmm. can't show that appreciation for the little stuff and god never gives us something we cannot handle and exactly so he's not going to give you all of this amazing amazing abundance and life of your dreams if you can't handle it yet, if you can't exactly. be appreciative of it yet. And that's why I like being happy with your now is the best way Everything. to create the best thing for your future. I definitely yes. feel yeah. that. Would you I, say I you have like a process for like creating stuff as far as like mentally or and physically with your art as well? Yeah. So um, I always like, this is awesome because I've always liked to um, like, honestly pick other artists brains about this because I feel like Mm -hmm. we all create differently but I feel like there's something we all have something in mind and just based on like what I've studied through other artists uh like Leonardo uh Michelangelo like so like so many different artists um one thing that I noticed that that was so big in their work as far as like even even when you study like their different quotes famous quotes things like that um it was just like this thing as far as I know for me like I didn't realize I I did that like when I studied their work, I was like, wow, I do that naturally without realizing it. And for me, um, it's crazy. It's crazy to say this, but it's true. And I noticed the more I believe this, just not just within my art, but in life in general, it changed the way I did everything as far as create. And that's like everything that I envision, I literally create. Like, I'm being completely honest. There has not been nothing that I have not envisioned in my mind, like vividly from detail to detail, I have not seen right before me. And I feel like that's even just a testament in God himself. And I I think it's just like, it's something that God wires us with through vision. Like even just, not just in the artist sense, but whatever whatever you have a vision for, like you have a vision for a business plan, you have a vision for what you want to see in your life. Like you just have to really focus on that vision and not let it, like I, I talk about that in my first book as well, like the power of vision too. Like um, just not letting that vision leave you because it even talks in uh, God's word that to write it down plain so that you continuously each and every day you keep that vision constantly on your mind your heart that you live out that vision even because I think for me the more I could see it and it's, it's not even a matter of seeing it visually like it's just seeing it in my heart seeing it in my mind um, and I'm able to work from that place and it's like it's so amazing like one of the biggest thing that blows my mind every single time I create because one of the things that I found is like I I envision it and you know when I envision I can't see it fully clearly but I just have this like the details everything put into place how I want it like I know exactly what it's gonna look like I know exactly what it's gonna sound like everything like I got it and then I create it and then I finish I'm like wow this came out way better than I intended it to be and that's probably one of my favorite things with that creating as an artist just in all that I do with creative direction so many different things is like having to create from that place of vision because I feel like when you grasp that not just as an artist not as just a creative but as a person when God places a vision on your heart constantly constantly keep that vision in mind in your in your mind your heart and continue to live it out in that way as if that vision is here because that's that's the biggest thing like it's not always sometimes I know people have different things on this but like I got people like I gotta see it to believe it but part of seeing is like having that sight in mind like it's Mm -hmm. not something you you're gonna see physically like at once God doesn't just give you something at least for me doesn't give you a vision that you see physically in the realm that you're in like it's gonna be in your mind like whether it's in your dreams whatever the case may be or even you just looking because I I know I do this it's like I naturally do this but I get a lot of my visions when I'm driving like Mm -hmm. I tell people this all the time it's really funny They're like, are you driving though? Are you on the road? Are you looking? I'm like, yes, I am. It's yes, just like, but also, I yeah, like it's like I have this thing where I do daydreaming sometimes. Like I'll just be daydreaming while I'm driving. Not that I'm not focusing on the road, but like God will just 
download all these visions, ideas, concepts in my mind, even late at night sometimes, which is why I can't sleep sometimes. Like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a night owl. And so I get a lot of my ideas and visions during those times, even with music, like music is a very good influence for me. Like I get a lot. When I say I get a lot of my inspiration from music that I listen to as well, that plays a huge part in as well. Um, and so when I'm able to like really bring it all together, and create it's just the greatest feeling ever and I feel like that's it's huge that I even like what I um tried to show within my um pre my new book um of showing people like taking that vision that God has placed in your heart that you have for your life whether it's like the family you want whether it's the career that you want whether it's the you know all these things that you have dreamed of you have in mind like that vision will help direct what things you need to read, what things you need to watch, what things you need to study. That vision will dictate everything that you do in your life so that you do everything impossible to see that vision come to life. And that's been a testament in my life. Like at this point, it's crazy because there'd be like two years ago, God gave me visions of like what I'm doing now. And I was like, I didn't believe it at first. I was just like, I don't know if I can do that, you know, but you know, it was a matter of like having to trust him. Like, you know what, if you gave me that vision, I'm going to, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to do the work that's necessary to see that vision come to flourishing. And it's just been amazing. And the more that we walk into that, the greater our vision expands, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I totally see that. And what I'm like noticing is that like, you really are someone that trusts first and then follows it up to with your action and the creating part, but it all starts with the, the trust and that faith that like, what that whatever it is that you're going to do because even if it doesn't make sense at the moment like you just keep following the path that you are guided to and that's how you create the magic in your life and so the whole seeing it first is just that it's all it's been told to us wrong our whole life like we you don't see it first you you see it as you said, in your mind or whatever, you create that, that, that sight of it and you just make it happen. And I feel like a lot of like trials and tribulations that come up whenever we're going after it and we have to work really hard to get whatever we need. It's just God telling, asking us, how bad do you want this? Yes. Because I think everything is figure outable. We can do anything we want in the world. It's just how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Are you also like willing to, if you, you also have to be willing to like trust that maybe you are guided to a different way, like mm-hmm. make sure you're following like God's will and not your like controlled idea of what it should be, but also like working, doing the work, putting in the effort, like put your money where your mouth is type of is yeah, and uh, really following through and being willing to like relinquish control over the outcome. But going for it yes absolutely I love that I love that you mentioned that too because that that has been everything for me because and that's I feel like me writing my first book is honestly was God writing it to me as well because he needed me to believe and be secure in knowing that I can like pursue anything that's bigger than myself because what I know my purpose and calling is I know that it's bigger than me. So I expect for it to be big, you know? So like it just having that expectancy throughout life that if positive told me to go, go big, I'm gonna go big. And I serve a big guy. Yeah. That's it's trust is everything. So I I love that you mentioned that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, wow. So would you say, I know we've kind of talked about this um, as far as like your safe space being uh, like art and um, your artwork and maybe even like shutting the world out when you drive and just getting that connection to God and what you are meant to create. Do you have any other like helpful like mental health practices you'd like to share that you feel really grounded in and that might propel you to be a better creator? Yes. Um, one of the biggest challenges I learned for myself, um, because of the way I'm wired, my personality and everything, I tend to overthink everything. Like, Felt that. I'm a huge <laughs> overthinker. Um, and you know, I feel like we all have our struggles, you know, and that's mm-hmm. my struggle. That's mm-hmm. that. And it, and it's not, it's not, I feel like it's not always a bad thing because sometimes as far as me, the way I see it is like, I'm a, I kind of tend to overthink things because 
I have my vision in mind of how I want things. And if it's like, I'm thinking like, okay, if it's not this, like, what's that? You know, I'm I'm just constantly like, I'm I'm very detail oriented. Like Mm -hmm. I'm all about details. Yeah. Details are key. And so that's just kind of, I see myself over, like, as far as um, become very, um, you know, very, I get caught up in that. And so one of the biggest things that I've been learning just in this past season throughout everything is learning the importance of rest. And mm-hmm. that's not just rest laying down. It's not just rest, like what you see rest, but just letting your mind rest. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like constantly day to day, our mind is running around with so many thoughts, so many different things. And one of the things I had to learn for myself, because I do overthink a lot of different things, is like finding that place of rest. And that's been the biggest thing for me, even in just this journey that I've had through a lot that I faced this past year is like finding rest in God and finding the places that I can just find complete rest where my mind is just at ease I'm not thinking about anything and while you know at times it was with art I had to you know find something else because I still wasn't resting when I was doing art I'm yeah. like, okay I need to really blend that you know I'm right. so thinking like my mind is still going going and so what I've learned that helps me personally is like I just have times where I wake up in the morning after my time you know reading things like that um, I'll just sit down and just complete silence and I'll just like not think about anything and just let God like speak to me or just download thoughts or whatever the case is, but just resting, like not being able to be consumed with everything that's going on, just to take a break. It's kind of taking a breather. Like you work out or you do something, you're like, okay, I'm just going to take a breather. I'm going to sit here. But because I feel like our minds are not always like at rest, even we rest because sometimes we stay like we can't even rest because we're not in full rest, you know? And so that's been helpful for me. And man, it changed the game for me because mm. I've been sleeping like great like I've been sleeping so good because even with a lot that I'm doing got going on I have learned to really hone in on like really making sure I get that necessary rest in my mind so that I'm fueled to do the next thing that God tells me to do or you know continue working on what I had you know and just because I think I even as creatives things like that like you're working on big projects things like that there's so much things that you know come into play and it's just finding those areas where like okay I'm not gonna do nothing I'm just gonna sit here complete silence nothing just let my mind I close my eyes and just rest like you know, and, and that's been really helpful for me. And I feel like that could be different for everybody. Sometimes rest looks different in certain different seasons of your life. I feel like Absolutely. for me, that's just been big for me because I went from these past few months, I've been writing, I've been doing a lot, but like my mind has just been going, going, going. <laughs> so like, it's just been awesome to like, just rest and get the best sleep ever lately. It's just been nice. And just being in the season of rest, but also, you know, continuous preparing and finding the healthy balance in that. And I feel like for everyone is going to look different. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe it's maybe reading. Like I know for me, sometimes reading is just nice, like nice, just rest. Cause like sometimes like your mind needs that, you know, something that you can just calm your mind where you're not thinking about life but you're thinking about what's being said yeah. through the book or things like that that kind of even wires your thoughts your mind um even some people like just sitting listening to music I like that too like driving I love driving around like I could just sit listen to nice music that calms me I'm resting like there's so many different things that you can do I feel like for yourself it's all about what you like personally and it's just all about finding what works for you too until you find like okay like my mind is at full rest and I have the capacity to bring my best into the next thing that I'm doing you know and I feel like that's the biggest thing with all that we do like in order to show up as our best we gotta do what's best for ourselves, taking care of our mental health Mm -hmm. and so many different things, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all of that physically, because it all combines and connects together for us to show up as our best versions of ourselves. So, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Definitely removing uh, ourselves from the pressure of whatever is going on and really like giving, making that be enough for whatever time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as you said, like mind, body, soul, spirit, all of that is so connected. That's, you know, why that's the psychology I'm pursuing. I'm getting my master's in uh, transpersonal psychology because it's one of the few like 
forms of psychology that I found that actually does iterate the importance of a connection to your soul and yes. spirit. Because again, I, I would not be where I am I, if it were not for, you know, that, that soul connection. So yeah. making, you know, finding whatever that means for you, I feel like it's so important and it's yes. so beautiful to see how expressed you are in that. And I know it hasn't always been easy, I'm sure, but it is definitely, I can like tell, I can feel it. And it's such like a, welcoming and comforting feeling that you like are expressing and that's not always easy whenever you have like these strong beliefs and all of that like I think yeah. it's great yeah all right so we're also getting kind of close on time here and I don't want to make you late to good <laughs> stuff so let's talk about how today's a big day for you it is yes. the release of your second book will you give us a little bit of info about that and where you can find it and all that before we go so yes I am so 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 excited to be releasing my second book this is my baby like my first book you know I was like eh, but this this and how old are you right again? I'm, 20, I'm 21, about to turn 22 in August, you know. Yeah, you are. I love so, uh, oh my gosh, I'm super excited. This book is called The One Who Sees. And I'm super excited because um, there has been so much work that went into this. Like, um, it's crazy how it all happened. But like, I came into 2020, I, I originally wanted to like, like start writing, write on like 2020 like I was ready but there was so much that changed in my life like I feel mm -hmm. like we all kind of experienced that I mean my world was just flipped upside down in ways I least expected I was like what is going on <laughs> and I was it was it was tough and it was crazy because 2020 I was ready like God download the visions every I was prepared like I was I'm going full forward in 2020 like if you know I was ready and all that happened and I was just like it made me question everything you know that God had for me felt that I went through um that I faced um and I was like I didn't understand because I was prepared to like that was the time I was getting ready to release my business I was so prepared to do so many things that God had placed on my heart to do and I'm like how am I supposed to do it when I'm in this type of condition and like what you mentioned is like when you're in those moments of like your lowest and you know you you have these visions and things like there's going to be things and obstacles that come to really test how bad you want it and that was one of the things like I was ready like I, I really wanted to go forward in this and it was a big test and like do I have like do I really want it like I say I want it and it was amazing that everything that I went through that God was able to download and so much great death on me. It's just the death for me that God was able yeah. to reveal to me within myself. That I was able to share through this book and that focuses on how God develops you as his greatest work. And my biggest message is I wanted to get out to people is the intentionality and in God in every aspect of your life. I mean, the brokenness, the pain, the trauma, everything that you experience in your life, how God just uses that to create his masterpiece. His Because you already are his masterpiece, but it's a matter of him taking you, at least for me, what he did is he took me through the steps, the process of what makes a masterpiece a masterpiece. And I just, I explain all these different concepts and what's really cool, especially for those who are artists and creatives, they will, this will I feel like love this because I bring in those significant things that we learn as creatives, as far as I know, for at least for artists, as far as the seven elements, the, mm -hmm. the principles of art. And I use that to show people how intentional God is and how he uses those particular, because that's how you create. You cannot create anything without the seven elements and understanding the principles of art. Because art is all around us. I think we generalize art such in a small box. Boxes, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. And that's my biggest thing is showing people in this and just uh, so many different things as far as helping people see God for themselves, how I was able to see God for myself. And not in the traditional way, like I mentioned, you know, I was a church girl, you know, grew up in church, but that was all great. I was able to still use those things, but I had to get to the point of really just finding God for myself. And th that's what helped me understanding with how he wired me as an artist to see him as the greatest artist I ever known. That was able to use all my brokenness, all my pain, all that I went through to create what he has created here and given me just 
all this that all the ideas, all the things that I'm able to create from this place of purpose, uh, that he was able to turn that pain into purpose and then all that I'm doing, all that I'm creating. And so I'm super excited because this is not just a typical book. I mean, I'm an artist. So I had to do something different. So uh, there's going to be artwork in the book people okay. to actually see you know I'm, I'm super excited just to really bring this to life for people like let this be something entertaining fun and just really um mind shifting like changing people's perspectives of how they see god um based on how they see god in the world what people say just be able to see god as the artist of their life letting us be the canvas in the hands of God, letting him paint our story, letting him create the work that he has created us to be. Because yeah. we, you know, we, I feel like we all, you know, even growing up in society, things like that, like even growing up as a young adults and stuff, like we get so consumed of like how we look and how we see things, especially in this generation. Like we get so consumed in, you know, the external things that we forget to really look within ourselves because that when we learn to live from within and out, it will change the way we live our life forever. And that's been my biggest thing as an artist to show people in this. It's like how it's the it's the things within that creates from the outside to see. And, you know, there, there's just so much. But I'm super excited to be, re- be releasing this piece of work that I worked extremely hard on. There's so much detail, so much intentionality that went into this. And I'm super excited. So, yeah, absolutely. So everyone go pre-order that you get all you get to choose bonuses, right? If you pre-order. Yes. Yes. If you go to the one who sees dot com, you click on that. Uh, I also have a book trailer to, you know, get a sense of like what this book I really want people, you know, and just using my creative direction in this. Like I really wanted this to touch the hearts of people to really see what this book is really going to be about. Um, Cause I feel like a lot of people thought it was going to be about art. Like mm, little did you know, it's about, shoot. Way more it's about shoot it. being the, the art Honest. in God's hands. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I'm really excited. You go on the website, it actually will show you a breakdown of, cause either the book is broke down to three parts. It explains in detail, like what those parts to compass. And then as far as um, bonuses that whenever you pre-order your book, you will also get the option of choosing free bonuses because who doesn't like free stuff? Yeah. And I have some pretty good free stuff. So I'm you know. sure I'm excited for it. I'm pre-ordering right after this and <laughs> no one can stop me. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to talk to me today. I no am sure your perspective is going to uplift so many people and expose so many people to such a great way to look at themselves and their creative place in this world. So everyone go check out um, Corlesia on all of her socials and her website, which I will link in the show notes. And I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being on your podcast. So I'm super excited. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of In the Kaleidoscope podcast with Cataline.com. We'll be back every single week with a new juicy episode. And you can find all the updates, information, and links from the episodes on our Instagram at In the Kaleidoscope underscore or at Cataline, K-A-T.E-L.E-I-N-E. And feel free to DM. I'd love to hear what you think. And subscribe, share, rate, review, all the things. And I'll talk to y'all next week.